0: ICC Prosecutor Fatu Bensouda formally requested legal authorization to open a full investigation into President Duterte's drug war. It was made public on June 14. Bensuda's statement, written in both English and Filipino, says, As I stated in December 2019, at the annual session of the Assembly of States Parties, before I end my term as Prosecutor of the ICC, I intend to reach determinations on all situations that have been under preliminary examination during my tenure, as far as I am able to do so in accordance with my obligations under the Rome Statute. In that statement, I also indicated the high likelihood that several preliminary examinations would progress to the investigative stage. The preliminary investigation covers crimes allegedly committed from the start of the anti illegal drug campaign on July 1, 2016, to the moment the Philippines officially withdrew from the Rome Statute on March 16, 2019. Benzuda's preliminary investigation took more than three years in the making. And now that she has brought the case to the pretrial chamber, what happens next? I'm Kat Ventura, Puma Podcast, and in this episode of Teka Teka we talk about the drug war case in the ICC and what we can expect from the court moving forward. We covered the online forum organized by the University of the Philippines with the Integrated Bar of the Philippines.
1: The prosecutor is not always required to go before the pretrial chamber to ask permission to proceed with an investigation. There are three ways by which cases are commenced uh, in the ICC. The first, a referral from another member state, the second is a referral from the UN Security Council. And the third, which is the one applicable in the case we are discussing today, an action by the prosecutor motu proprio on her own.
0: That was former ICC Judge Raul Pangalanan.
1: So what do we expect from the pretrial chamber? It can either deny permission, saying that it is not satisfied that the requirements have been met, or it can grant permission after which the prosecutor then proceeds to
0: investigate. The pre-trial chamber consists of three judges. According to Judge Pangalanan, at this stage, the lowest evidentiary standard applies to determine whether or not the prosecutor should proceed with the case. Meaning, hindi pa po kailangan ng proof beyond reasonable doubt. Inaalam lang ng pre-trial chamber kung justified ang dahilan ng prosecutor para magbukas ng full investigation. The state is also not yet required to participate in the process.
1: The state comes in when the um, pre-trial chamber says, Okay, prosecutor, you now have our permission to proceed to a formal investigation. And then the state will be uh, notified and can present its case before the pretrial chamber in the course of that investigation.
0: While the pretrial chamber weighs in on the request, Tony Ruben Carranza says, the prosecutor has the power to freeze the assets of alleged perpetrators before conviction.
2: The ICC prosecutor has the power to ask the court to freeze the assets of perpetrators even before conviction. I was involved in one case, the Bemba case. And in the Bemba case, assets of Bemba, uh, former Vice President of the Democratic Republic of the Congo, were frozen and would have been the subject of uh, reparations had he, had his conviction been upheld by the uh, ICC Appellate Chamber.
0: The cornerstone of the Rome Statute is focused on the victims. Mas concerned sila sa pagbibigay justisya sa mga biktima at na maging kasama sila sa proseso. Kung kaya't kasabay ng request for full investigation, nanawagan na rin ang ICC sa mga pamilya ng mga naging biktima ng war on drugs na ibahagi ang kanilang kwento.
2: There's a form that may be filled out online by victims as well as by non-government organizations that represent them. So you can see that there's individual representation or collective representation. Filipinos who consider themselves victims of the war on drugs can fill out this form.
0: Over 20,000 people were said to be killed in the drug war. And during the pandemic... The Human Rights Watch even reported an increase in the drug war killings under lockdown. President Rodrigo Duterte has repeatedly said he will not cooperate with the ICC probe and that he would rather be tried by a court of Filipinos. And while the ICC prosecution can carry on even without cooperation from the Philippines, there are limits to the justice at the international court.
2: It's important to just say it simply that you can have truth-seeking you can have reparations that don't have to depend on the ICC. And that applies to the situation in the Philippines. That applies to the victims of the drug war in the Philippines. Uh, One of the earliest heads of state investigated and charged with war crimes crimes against humanity for Darfur conflict-related violations by the ICC. Warrant of arrest was issued in 2009. How long ago was that? That warrant was left unserved. He was able to travel in some cases. He traveled to South Africa and some activists tried to have the warrant enforced by the South African government. These are things that lawyers do, and and these are things that might be helpful, might not be helpful. But what led to eventually and in a way accountability for al-Bashir, a revolution in his own country, a revolution that followed the Arab Spring, his ouster by people who refused to leave the streets of Sudan until he was removed from power. So it's not law and lawyers that lead to justice. It's people.
0: The road towards an actual trial in the international court is still far ahead. But if you read the request Bensuda filed with the ICC, made available online, she named some people who might be charged with crimes against humanity. In particular, President Rodrigo Duterte and former PNP Chiefs Bato de la Rosa and Oscar Albayalde. The report says, quote, There is reasonable basis to believe that the crime against humanity of murder was committed as part of a widespread and systemic attack directed against a civilian population pursuant to or in furtherance of a state policy. But as we mentioned at the start of this podcast, Bensuda filed this report on her last day in office. So, should the pre-trial chamber give its okay to proceed with the case? The question now is, who's going to take over? Catch the second part of this report on Tekateka. Again, I'm Kat Ventura, the executive producer of Tekateka. This episode was produced by me and edited by Carl Syed. Follow Tekateka and Mua Podcast on Spotify or